Coming to you live from Parkview Studios, The Den. This is The Brothers Catch-Up, a podcast where two brothers come together at the end of each week to just catch up. Uh, my name is Sal Biazzi. With me is my brother, Frankie Biazzi. Uh, creeping around in the corner is my wife, Rachel. She doesn't have to be as quiet as she's trying to be. It's really going to be all right. Uh, hello, everyone. It's been a big week. We've kind of... I think we're going to do something a little different today, Frank. Okay. I think what we should do is we're just going to get the autopsy of Donald Trump, the political happenings of the last week. Let's just start there, because... We start put it where? off for a while. Donald Trump? Yeah. Okay. We put because it off we, for a while. We, I think we initially said we wanted to talk about that a while ago, and we didn't. Because there was so I'm gonna much be, happening. I'm going to be pretty critical, I think, of the overall thing. There's lots of... the, Like, the day-to-day stuff of his presidency for four years, I... It was fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. But the overall four years, I'm very disappointed in. Well, let's start with the fact that we have a new president... Joe Biden is now officially the president. Kamala Harris is the vice president. To my, I, I've made a lot of predictions in politics in my life. I started my political career, quote unquote. It's not a career; it's just a hobby. But I started really following politics when I was about fourteen years old, and in that time, I've nailed a few things, gotten a few things wrong. The most wrong I think I've ever been in my entire life in politics occurred on January 20th, and that is when I said, there is no way, and I've been saying it for like two years now, it, I, there's no way Joe Biden will ever be president of the United States. A lot had to happen to get Joe Biden to be president of the United States, but man, was I wrong. It, it does almost <laughs> feel like, <clears throat> it does almost feel like I'm in a dream. Like, it doesn't feel like it actually happened. No, because so- I, th- I really do believe, for, for most average people who supported Trump. Not hardcore Trump, just for the most part, the, the average citizen on the right, whatever you want to call it, I think they might feel it too of like, it doesn't feel like it really happened, because it didn't, in a way. Kind of, like, yeah. Like, the inauguration. The inauguration is, it's Bizarre. a wild thing. Like, it, everything feel like it feels so much like, oh god, I'm gonna sound like an idiot in this podcast. Okay. North Korea? Yes. South Korea. North Korea. Good Korea is South, South Korea. Korea. Okay. Oof. North Korea. North Korea. Korea. It almost feels like North Korea. No one's actually in D.C. There's no one at the inauguration. It's the military all... is, you know, tens of thousands of troops deep in the capital. They don't D.C. Even is have... not a big place. Their guns aren't even loaded. Like Some of them. It's weird. It's just weird. It's weird. Well, it doesn't feel real because I don't think let's it take, is real. Let's take a step back and let's go all the way to the beginning now because... I think you can't explain the end of this whole... The biggest... Hold on, hold on. This whole thing is like a big, long, four-and-a-half-year movie. movie. Yeah. But no, what I was going to say is, like, the biggest thing that come out of Biden's inauguration is a fucking Bernie Sanders meme. Yeah. It's Bernie Sanders. That's how just, irrelevant Joe Biden and sitting, Kamala Harris is. And I was thinking about that picture and why that picture struck so many people so strongly, and I think the answer is pretty obvious. That's how everyone... Everyone... Everyone on the is, left, it feels like actually, Bernie Sanders. That, yeah, they voted. For, they don't really the, want Joe Biden. The people who actually managed to vote for Joe Biden didn't really vote for Joe Biden as much as they were begrudgingly Bernie Sanders. Now, Bernie Sanders is the ultimate sheepdog in political life in America today because he is. We've talked about the most that. ineffective uh, distraction, I guess, to ever captivate the left in the U.S. Because he's never he's 
He did nothing but bend the knee to the establishment that stepped on his throat. He hasn't so, done anything. And he's done nothing since. He got but a house, he's before, become a millionaire. Before we really get into it. And he's it, changed his messaging from millionaires before, to obviously billionaires. Before we get into it, I, I do find it interesting, the narrative that Kamala Harris is some hero, when she ran for president. Like, she, people are acting like they love her so much, she's the greatest thing on her. Why didn't you just vote for her in the first place to make her the the nominee for president? Not only that, and this is the real... No one, no one liked her. Her numbers were terrible. This is the whole issue with the charade. Kamala Harris and Joe Biden are both political flakes. Like, they're not quality politicians. Kamala Harris, coming out of California, has an approval rating across the country that was dismal up until the time that she now ascends to the... To the presidency, her unlikability numbers are crazy. Every time she would ever speak in public, they would go down. She had a lot of the same problems that Hillary Clinton had. She is essentially West Coast Hillary Clinton, uh, but a minority version. And she rode the coattails of Joe Biden, who's a three-time presidential candidate, who's been, who has had every kind of issue on the campaign trails you could possibly and have. And that she called out repeatedly in the primaries yes. when she was running against him. And then it's not just it's not just his personality because he yells at people like average workers who have questions about his record. He'll yell in their face and call them liars and be very demeaning. Not only does he do that, not only does he have a track record of plagiarism, not only is his policy history one that's filled with only the worst policy decision making in the history of like our entire presidential candidacy. Joe Biden is the worst presidential candidate to ever do anything, and now he's president. Other than so like, Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton's worse. But Hillary Clinton was actually capable. Like, Joe Biden has fumbled his way to the top. <laughs> the only reason why Barack Obama picks Joe Biden to be his running mate is because Joe Biden is a harmless fool that could tag along and bring the white voters who might be too but scared to vote for someone like Barack Obama. I think, and I think that's why Joe Biden is was the nominee and ultimately the president now. He's, he's, he's whatever you want him to be. Exactly. <laughs> he is exactly what the deep state wants, wants right? Yeah. Like a big He's going to do everything we want, and he's going to say everything that we tell him to say to make people vote for him. Listen, seven months ago, he's on Twitter saying Donald Trump and this administration have no direction. This is what we're up against, and this is why I think we're in the situation we are. And it, it's, it's something that's been happening in this country for a very long time, but has been progressively accelerating and now is at a level that is very difficult to even recognize because we're so inundated with it. But you're talking about a society where the most wealthy and powerful people are messaging constantly against average people online to the point where someone like Joe Biden can say this – this administration has no direction. They can't figure out how to do this pandemic. There's nothing they can do. Lie to the American public as if there's something they can do. People like me and you were saying there's not beginning. It's a virus. Nothing you can do. It's a virus. And then what does he say yesterday? There's nothing we. There's can nothing do. we can do. <laughs> but that's what we knew. But anyway, so Democrats huh. voted for him thinking that he was going to do something, and he gets in office. There's nothing we can do. But we don't want to talk about Joe Biden. We don't really want to talk about. Joe Biden. We want to talk about. There's Trump. no point. Yes, we want to talk about. Trump. We're going to give Joe Biden time. We'll give, him, we'll give him a, a month, two months, three months, six months, a year. I don't know. We're going to give it time, though, before we really start, like, hitting on everything he's done. Because it's been four days, and it's already looking horrendous. Well, the Black Lives Matter Twitter account, by the way, 
you see their tweet? No. I, it might. It may be fake. I saw it tweeted from somebody, so it was a screenshot, so I could be wrong. But again, this podcast is disinformation, so whatever. But apparently, their Twitter account tweeted like, "We're starting to think Joe Biden lied to us just for votes." Yeah, obviously. you duh. <laughs> that's I mean, what we. Were, that's what we've been trying to tell he's you. He's gassing people in Portland. He said that on day one they'd get two thousand dollar checks to everyone. Now it's going to be fourteen thousand dollar checks. Maybe fourteen hundred. Yeah, fourteen hundred dollars checks. Gonna Maybe be, it'll be in March. Yeah, so <laughs> Maybe. it's Syria's already a new war. Syria, zone. yeah, we're so moving, like, we're moving troops so up anyway, into northern Syria. So that's so all like, stuff we'll crazy. keep our eye on, and we'll talk about it eventually, eventually, in, in depth and yes, stuff. As it happens, but we'll get there. For now, let's talk let's about, talk about the past four years. Donald Trump, happy, sad, it's positive, over. negative. What happened? I would say it's the the best way to describe it is don't be sad that it's over, smile that it happened. Because I am I remember no. the day Donald Trump won. It's always going to be something that I'm very fond of and proud the whole day. of. In his four years in office, there were many small victories that I think we should hold on to. But when you look back at the last four years and what could have happened or should have happened versus what actually happened... There's no way you can classify the Trump administration. He is just the least failure of all of the presidents of our lifetime. He's the, he's the, his failure is the least compared to everyone else's. I was born under Clinton. Yep. Um, but I was a kid, so I don't know anything about Clinton. I know people love him because of his economy. But he also has the crime bill, NAFTA. He wasn't great. Don't ask, don't tell. It was bad. Then... Bush, we all know no one likes Bush. And then Obama, and you can look back at Obama and I mean it wasn't he didn't do anything. These presidents no, it's, these presidents rise to power and they don't do anything. That's not true. They cause tremendous harm. Yes. George Bush and Barack Obama. But that's Obama what I mean by they caused, don't do anything. They cause tremendous harm. They killed millions across the con- across the globe. In the Middle East, in South America, in Asia. The damage that is done in the name of United States citizens is atrocious. Millions of deaths, poverty, starvation, economic destruction. There are countries in the world that are third world countries because of the decisions and actions of presidents that were elected and voted on by people who live in this society today. It is a reflection on us as a country. And which, it's a shame. Which is, that is exactly what, had, what led us to Donald Trump in the first place. People, the American citizens... We're fucking sick of it. People, people were tired. They knew whoever they were electing as president was just gonna betray them, not do anything for them, continue to pump money into these foreign wars, into big pharma and everything else. Yeah. So then we get Donald Trump, and Donald Trump wins, not because of white nationalism. No. He won because he spoke to the American people who saw this and were pissed off, and he said, "Hey." I'm not going to get us in any more wars. I'm going to drain the swamp. Which is his biggest drain, campaign promise. Drain the swamp was a bigger slogan than make America great again. Yes. Drain the swamp was synonymous with it. And at the end of the day, Donald Trump leaves office and he didn't drain shit. The swamp drained him. The swamp drained him. They got him out. Because they cheat. They, but you know well, what? Yeah. Listen, to go with the swamp analogy, like you got, he went alone into a swamp the size of the country and was fighting with gators and monsters and shit he'd never seen before 
and I'm sorry, that job was just too too big for one man to handle. And the problem is he had no allies. The problem is that he would appoint people, and half the people he appointed, maybe more, were completely ineffective or working directly against him. We talked about it a little bit last week, but there's a difference between ordering something declassified and actually having the bureau, the the bureaucracy, the mechanisms of the government actually release unredacted information. It's impossible at this point for us to understand the gravity of that, that the bureaucracy works so strongly against the president, that they were lying to him to keep troops in Syria. Things like that are terrifying. And And I won't lie, right? Like, I voted for Trump... Because when Bernie lost the primary, I said it was burn it up or burn it down. Trump was the burn it down option. And now I sit here on January 24th, looking back four days ago to the Joe Biden inauguration. I'm looking at what I voted to burn down. And not only is it still standing, it appears stronger than it ever has before and I can't tell you how awful that feels because at the end of the day I've been saying this now for the past couple weeks so I am not loyal to Donald Trump I am not loyal to the Republican Party I am not loyal to conservative values I am loyal to my ideas and my beliefs and in my ideas and my beliefs they have led me now to this place where I feel helpless in this country where my vote doesn't matter, because it doesn't actually count, and what am, what am I left to do? I have no other political than, representation. Other than just <laughs> complain on a podcast. It's hey, the only thing that. I have. It's and, the only thing I have. And your freedom and rights are getting clamped down on and taken away, and the people who are just elected into power have a proven track record of wanting to do everything in their power to destabilize and undercut your way of life. It's crazy, but that's where we are. In this country... Let's really think about what the tyrant, the the literally Hitler, the Nazi Donald Trump did. He came into office. He ran up against Hillary Clinton, who was a dynastic political figure in this country, who was the former Secretary of State, who like single-handedly toppled Libya and caused the poverty in Yemen and all that. She was running for president to put us into a war directly with Russia in Syria and pretty much was campaigning on it. And she lost to a game show host named Donald Trump. During that election cycle, the sitting president, who was also a Democrat and who gave Hillary Clinton her job as Secretary of State, used his FBI to spy on not just Donald Trump's campaign, but multiple Republican campaigns. And then, when they lost the election, they launched a propaganda war to try and cover for their spying under the guise of it being justified by some plot involving Vladimir Putin and collusion with Donald Trump. We then spent years where the Democratic Party, the CIA, the FBI, and the media colluded together to gaslight the entirety of the American people, while Donald Trump did his best to bring peace to the Middle East, to negotiate with North Korea, to build an economy that gave us better jobs than we've ever had in our lives, a lower unemployment than we've ever had in our lives, more prosperity than we've had in the last 30 years. Women were unemployed at the lowest rate in history. Black people were unemployed at the lowest rate in history. Same for Hispanics. Same for plenty of other demographics. In that time, the media then branded him treasonous, 
launched an investigation that gummed up his Justice Department, launched by many of his own appointees. Then, all this time later, that gets proven to be false. After it gets proven to be false, not even two months, they launch an impeachment over what? Ukraine. Ukraine. Why? Because Joe Biden and his son Hunter Biden had a deal in the Ukraine that Donald Trump brought up on a phone call. That deal in the Ukraine was with Burisma involving Hunter Biden getting all this money from a gas giant, right? All this stuff is verifiable fact. The Democrats were running cover then. The impeachment collapses. Coronavirus happens. Coronavirus goes up until just now, and then the second impeachment happens. And all this time, in that year where they're criticizing him for everything he's doing for coronavirus, where they have no plan, and they're constantly proven wrong and making mistakes, and you could go back and show all their hypocrisy, they what? They change the rules of the election, coming up onto election season, then while all the conservatives and Donald Trump supporters are saying, hey, mail-in ballots are going to cause all these issues, we don't trust the process, these are all problems, in the middle of the night, on election day, the count stops, People are thrown out. All these things happen. All these months later, inauguration on January 6th, some people are escorted into the Capitol, well, and now we're this, all terrorists. But and this that's is, the history of our four years. But that's the point. What did Trump do to thwart any of that? Nothing. Why is no one in prison? <laughs> why were? Why is no justice carried out? No. Like, dude, this happened to you. It didn't happen to me. This yeah. happened to you. But why it didn't happen not, to me. Why are you not fighting for your shit? Yeah. The people... Listen, his support, there is a reason why when he would go to rallies in 2016, people would chant, lock her up, lock her up. It wasn't that we just hated Hillary Clinton. It's that she's a fucking criminal and she needed to be locked (laughs) up. All of these people are criminals. They are all criminals. John Brennan is a criminal. These people lie, lie, lie. They have all the establishment, all the media, and they can put out there whatever they want. So, people like me and you, we get labeled the crazy ones because we're trying to tell the people who are, are so asleep at the fucking wheel listening to this bullshit that what they're being told is in fact bullshit. They can't they can't wake up to it. And it would have really helped if Donald Trump helped us out and did anything to to quell the or no, not quell. To I don't know, like to back up what we've been saying. And he didn't. And that sucks. Like, it really sucks they didn't do that. He tried, I want, he tried early on in his presidency to release the JFK files, and essentially his CIA he, said no. And then he just gave <laughs> up. Like, fire everybody. Fire everybody. But Every what, single person should have been fired. He should have been a dictator. But I think Fuck it, it. But I think it, well, I think that tells us something. I think it tells us something about the state of the government itself. Like, the government itself is an entity independent of who's in charge of it. Correct. It so, doesn't matter. Yes. But the president Fiona Fiona Hill testified at Donald Trump's impeachment. She was integral in the Burisma deal. There is a reason why Barack Obama remember, Barack Obama this is before Barack Obama had a go against Hillary Clinton for the presidency. And he wins. And I really believe in that moment in was that two thousand seven when he, that that's going on? Like, I really believe in that moment he is this idealist leftist who has these ideas and wants to change things. In the second he gets into power, he gets approached and, like, no, no, anything you actually thought was going to happen isn't going to happen. I don't believe Barack Obama was went into his presidency 
thinking that's how it was going to be. And it's the same thing with Trump. Like, these people have ideas on what they're going to do when they they become president, and then they get in office, and it's, no, no, no. You do what we tell you to do. I don't... Which is why Joe Biden's a perfect president for them. I don't know what... I don't know what Barack Obama or Donald Trump intended actually to do when they got in office. I don't know what their motivations actually were. Of course not. I think that we could look at their actions as president, and I think that in totality, the actions of Barack Obama were the actions of someone who was actively working towards an ideology that has already been established for a very long time, and that is a a (coughs) one-government ideology where economic power is centered globally east it was a submissive position for the united states where we were essentially handing manufacturing and production of global goods to china and taiwan and other places while we took a step back and that's fine but that was the opposite of what donald trump did so from my perspective i prefer at least donald trump's professed and executed presidential whatever administrative ideologies but what Donald Trump did at the end of the day was nowhere near significant enough for to someone that anything. I would I would consider really voting anything. for. Like if he if he honestly felt he was cheated by Joe Biden, which I think he should because I think he was, but whatever. Then he didn't fight hard enough. Nope. He didn't use the movement in a manner that was effective enough. Nope. And he lost. And ultimately the transition of power that was allowed to take place, that took place, whether or not it was legitimate in its birth, is legitimate in its transferred power now. Now Joe Biden is president, Kamala Harris is vice president. Whether or not they got there the right way is no longer of import. But what is important now is what the sentiment of the country is. So if these two people, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden, start doing a whole bunch of shit that I think they're going to start doing, which is going backwards towards that globalist new world order approach which centers china as global power in the future in the very near future there's going to be a very strong pushback from the electorate you know what which is going to bring up very interesting consequences in a society where neither party represents them and the election system is highly questionable we are in volatile times i'm really glad you brought that up because i was under the belief that trump woke a lot of people up there were so many people who I don't think paid attention on a daily basis to politics. Trump made politics the forefront of American culture. That's all was talked about for the past four years is Donald Trump. And I believe that when when Joe Biden won, everyone was going to go back to sleep and we were going to go back to this world where, like, people don't really pay attention to what the president's doing 24-7. I actually don't think I was right. I think I'm completely wrong. Because I'm already seeing it more on Twitter. These people caring more about what the president is doing. And I think... They're in for a rude awakening that, like, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, like, their feet are going to be held to the fire here. But I think— They're not going to be able to get away with the same shit that Obama got away with. I hope— They can try it. No, listen, I hope you're right, but you can't underestimate how good these people are and how powerful their systems of messaging are. They can sell shit—they can sell you a shit sandwich. I really believe it. So, listen, if—say what you want about the Black Lives Matter movement, but— if a movement as a whole is already starting to see... But it's not a movement as a whole. It's a Twitter account represented oh. by 
you know, who knows? I mean, who knows how much influence it actually has? They're a hive mind. They have a huge influence. Black Lives Matter, dude. Go on any. You can go on any. I play a game now, where if I click on a new celebrity's Instagram profile, I'll scroll down to their June posts, and I have to try to guess based on the celebrity if they posted a Blackout Tuesday post. They all do it, like. Everyone. And it's not even celebrities. It's just, like, normal fucking people have posted blackouts. That's like, what I'm saying. Black like, Lives Matter is a huge amount of poll. The people who are in the in the weeds might not know how bad the policy decisions are. Like, do people realize that we're mobilizing troops in northern Syria where we haven't been in two years? I think... No. Like, no. I don't think so. But I think people are <laughs> it's going to... has been four to. days. Like, we I, have but, military But movies. I think people are going to. I really believe... I hope so. I, I, I mean, it's the only thing I have left. I have nothing left. I have <laughs> I, to hope. Listen, I poured my bottle of Chardonnay, my, my little... I had my sip. I watched the world burn. I'm over it. I deleted my Facebook. I tried. I fought my battles. I now understand the world better. I've learned from my mistakes over the last four years. I'm going to take what I've learned in stride. But I'm no longer... Going to live in fantasy land with propagandized people. Like, I'm not. So, you can believe what you want to believe about Donald Trump. You can impeach him. You cannot impeach him. I don't care. The people you look to to lead you are... Not only are they criminals, they're killing us. They're killing my children. They're killing your children. They're ripping us off. They're... Well, the pandemic that I fought Democrats... I fought Democrats over... These lockdowns and these masks. And it wasn't on anything other than principle. That's not liberty. Medical, military state is not liberty. And you never get that liberty back. You don't get it back but easy. They give it up in all for the sense of security. That's all it is. Sure. But at the end of the day, here we are all this time later. And they know so many things about it make no sense. But they're so willing to just I was, comply. I was eight years old, or seven, seven or eight years old when 9-11 happened. And in since COVID, like listening to a lot of podcasts and a lot of smart people talk, a lot of them relate it to the measures that were taken after 9-11 and how people lost their freedoms and liberties and how they don't even think about it anymore. Yes. But that's how it happens. These, these, these crises come up. They change the rules, they strip away rights and liberties, and then that's it. But the reason why I bring it up is because the, when they strip away the rights and they change the rules, it's only to impact you. It's only to impact us. It's only our rights that get stripped. The coronavirus killed millions of small businesses. It put millions of people out of their homes. It starved millions of children. It caused millions in suicides. Did the lockdown save anyone? No. We, we have no idea. And not only do we have no idea, but Jeff Bezos and Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk and all the richest and most powerful people in the world who are lobbying politicians. Mark Zuckerberg and Jeff Bezos, who practically bought the two Senate seats in Georgia for Democrats. Those two people are now 20% richer because of the pandemic. Do you not understand what an oligarchy is? When the richest, most powerful people are buying political seats and the people are which clapping is, like which morons. Is why, I can't live with these people Which anymore, is why. Other than to say, listen, I'm done with it. All right, relax. You need to relax a little bit because this is the point. Yes. I'm relaxed. How many people 
didn't vote from the time that they were they're in their mid twenties up until Trump ran in 2016. Oh, I don't there know. were probably a lot. Yes. I will now be one of those people who my last vote <coughs> will be Trump? for Donald Trump in the year 2020. And I probably won't vote again until something, someone like a Trump comes along in hopefully four years, but more li- more than likely 30, Longer. 40. Like how many years do I have to wait now for like uh, someone to change? I sh- There are a few politicians that I'm ready to vote for if they were to run for president. I'd probably vote for Tulsi. I'd vote for DeSantis. I'd vote for maybe Gates. I'd vote for maybe Ted Cruz. I'd vote for maybe... No, see, like, I wouldn't even vote... Maybe The only Ted person Cruz. on that list I'd vote for is DeSantis. And not DeSantis, Jesus Christ. Is uh, Tulsi. And the only reason why I would vote for Tulsi is because, like, she, she has principles, and I like that. <laughs> like, she's, like, even then, I don't know if I would really vote. Because, like... I'd vote for Howie. I don't think my vote... I don't think my vote matters. Well, I agree. So, like, why would but I see, vote? I, but see, this is what a lot of people don't understand. I didn't think my vote mattered before this election. So, like, I, as someone who's long known that our electoral system, that our election system is a complete farce and a joke, and the fact that we take it seriously is ridiculous, I still cherish my right to vote because it is my right to vote. Does that make sense? Like, I get it, but... Like, but the... The, our elections, as long as they're conducted in the manner they have been conducted and now, even further in the wrong direction, we shouldn't have confidence in the outcome well, of any not, election. Like, that's what, like, I don't know. I mean, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, it's like, I don't... They're putting you in a box with a voting machine that's not plugged into anything and you're not <laughs> actually voting. It's a toy. They're giving you a toy that says, look, you can vote on it. And you're like, I, at least I could do this. No, fuck that. I ain't doing it. I don't want your fucking toy. I don't want this bullshit. I'm done. I'm done. Well, unfortunately, the machines are actually plugged into the internet, so. But yeah. So, <laughs> Trump. Listen, I'll forever respect Trump for, for what, what he, he did. For what he tried to do. For what unless he tried he was, to do. Unless he was obviously controlled opposition. He wasn't controlled opposition. I don't think they so. He wouldn't either. have fought him that hard. Exactly. Which is. Uh, oh my god. That gets me started on a whole other thing I don't want to go into. But, like, the people who think he's this. Whatever, I don't want to go in it. So I'll respect him for trying to do something. But at the end of the day, he failed. I don't care if he runs again. I ain't voting for him again. I probably wouldn't vote for him. I might. I would vote for I'd Ivanka. See the, I'd, I'd see the political climate. I might vote for Ivanka. Oh, actually, no, I wouldn't. Because, again, I'm not voting. I'd see the political climate. But, yeah, that, I, I'm not. Again, I wouldn't I wouldn't trust the system. Like, are you going to vote in two years? Probably or, not. For, like, the next set of, Senate? No, no, probably not. Right? Like, I don't fucking care. It doesn't actually, matter. But no, actually, I probably will. Like, I say that, but I probably will end up voting. Now, did you but, change? Are you a Democrat now? Are you registered yet, Democrat? But I, no. I haven't yet, but I will be soon. I'm going to be changing my registration. Right now, I'm a Republican. I, I was an independent. I was a Democrat. Now that Trump's out, I probably will go back to Democrat. Because if I want to vote in either primary, I'd probably prefer to vote in the Democrat primary. Um, Can they change that law? Yeah, I wish to it was allow, open in to New Jersey. allow independents to vote for. I wish that primaries. we would just stop. I want to abolish the election system. Like I want to give up. If we're gonna live in a in a banana republic where the Overton window is so small that anyone outside of it is a domestic terrorist, and and the 
crushing forces of domineering authoritarians are going to constantly enforce some, I don't know, academic expert class, I don't want to have to pretend that it's a democracy. You know, that's a great point, because you've said this years ago about uh, technology, and how I know you're stealing my information. Yes. So why are you pretending like you're not? Just do it and make my life as yeah. easy as possible. Just fix it. Like if Just, you, if I, I literally, let's transition away from politics. I'm going to make this point. I've said to Rachel, and I think to you before, if you could make, I would plug into the Matrix willingly. No, I wouldn't. If you gave me good enough VR and Skyrim. No. <laughs> Seriously, like. If, okay, I'll plug into the Matrix if it meant like. <laughs> There's baseball 365, and I get to just... I have season tickets to the Yankees. Yeah, yeah sure. Like, yeah, sure, I'll th- plug in. Sure, I'll always know that I sold out, and I'll always have this sinking pit of dread in my heart and soul, knowing that my entire reality is, at essence, false. But I won't have to pretend, because literally that's what this is. Like, we're in the Matrix. We're pretending we are living in a reality Correct. that we're not living in. Correct. We are controlled by corrupt criminals in one of the largest orga- organized crime syndicates to ever exist that sells death and destruction around the globe for profit and is on the verge of selling its own citizens to a large communist regime that will eventually go on to be the dominating force on the globe. So, like, that's fine. But let's pretend. Let's not pretending. Let's just let it happen. Let's just exactly. all. Let's just like, say okay. We, if it's inevitable, which <laughs> wait, it feels wait. like it is, what are we doing? Stop pretending. Just put me. Like, in, stop calling me fucking, crazy. Let's put a shot collar around yeah. my neck. Let me just stay in my house. I'll work my government job of like scanning shit, whatever that is, <laughs> and then that's it. They give me like a dollar a day, yeah. and I can redeem that for bread. But you, let's like, do I it. Let's, let's just fucking get there. Let's just get there. I'm tired of this parade charade. Yeah, I'm just sick of the propaganda. Yeah, like, just fucking put, like... <laughs> you ever watch How I Met Your Mother? No. Okay. I mean, I have seen some episodes, but, like, there's not, a like, There's okay. an ongoing thing in the show, the slap bet, where, like, you make a bet, and what you get at the bet is, like, a slap. A slap in the face. And that slap can be delivered at any time. It's kind of like that. It's like... the what What's so bad about getting slapped in the face isn't that, like, you're gonna get slapped in the face. It's the waiting... When is that slap coming? <laughs> just slap me in the face. I don't I don't need to wait to get slapped. Just slap me. I know it's coming. Yeah. I'd rather not wait. Yeah. Can you just rip the child out of the home at birth and indoctrinate them? Yeah. Let's just go crazy. <laughs> Fucking have some balls. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So that was good. I've been playing a lot of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. I never thought... I didn't even consider before Wednesday that this game was ever going to even exist. But now that it exists, it makes so much sense and it's so perfect. It existed It came months out months ago. ago. I didn't even realize. So I knew it came out. But literally two years ago, there was another Tony Hawk game that came out. I think it was like Tony Hawk 8. Yeah. But it was basically just like a remaster type thing. of, And I got it. And I didn't like it. It was okay. But it wasn't that great. This one, though, is exactly what you, what what anyone, you want. It's, if you grew it's up, the dream. If you grew up with an N64... Playing, playing Tony this Hawk. Game. This is what you want. It is that game, but better but now and today. And it's, it's great. great. It's really good. It looks fantastic. It plays 
better than it used to play. No, I will say the only problem is <clears throat> back in the day, you only had to be you just had to be near a rail and hit the grind button and you're going to grind. You have to be over a rail in this game to grind, and that's frustrating at times when I'm like I can't I'm not precise enough with my thumb, so I can't get like right on top of a rail. And I'm like just fucking get it. It does feel I pulled off a combo for 178,000 points earlier. Jesus Christ. And it was it felt so good. <laughs> like like when you do something like that in this game and like it's What'd you do for 170 900 into like a million manual specials into a special grind, like a million things. I was so determined to get the pro score, I, six score. Yeah, so I completed the whole story in both games except for the one $250,000 point requirement. 250,000 point requirement in the last level of the first game. And I was up all night trying to do it. I went to bed with it uncomplete, woke up this morning, did it for another few hours, didn't do it. Rachel played for a few hours, and I finally took the controller back, and in two shots, I was so determined. Beat it, but I beat it because I had nailed one trick that was just most of the score. But it was really fun. I would give that game, if I were giving a video game review, 9.5 out of 10. Solid. It's Absolutely a, It's solid. a really good game. It's so much fun. Everyone should buy it <coughs> and play it if you're even at all interested in the and skateboarding so much, video game. There's it's so much the, to do in classic. this game. Yeah. Like... There's stuff to unlock. There's stuff to buy. So I mean, it's it's fun. I'm I'm very much enjoying. They took the on. original skateboarding video game and its sequel. Now you, the only thing that would be better is if Tony Hawk Four was in this game yeah. because well, that's and, my favorite Tony and Hawk. And three, three is great too. The first four, but you know what? It's not even the first four because because underground underground and underground two. But those are later. They're later and they're different. But they're they're fun in their own right. It's like where Tony Hawk really fucked up was American Wasteland. That was the first game that was like, what is this? What is this game? Like, I don't like this. But it is really cool how they were able to turn it into a modern gem. Like when you when I was looking at clips from the original games online, it's unbelievable. Like I couldn't. I was like, I remember. Like I remember watching the game back in 1999 on my N64 playing and. Thinking it looked like what I'm playing today, and then you're like, <laughs> it doesn't look anything. Their like face that. is just like a mishmash of color <laughs> to look like shapes, but they're not really shapes. It's a blur. It's just like there's a hexagon on a rectangle with a couple other rectangles coming out of that rectangle. We call that a person. Yeah, yeah. So I can't believe it, but it's amazing. All right, so that's our, my video game update. Well, yeah, because everyone. I, everyone was concerned about me because I was off the grid for a week, but I was just I took the time to just play away Tony Hawk. away from politics because you know it's all so sick and twisted. But I just you know invested into Tony Hawk. Maybe I become a Twitch streamer when I give up politics. Not a bad. I think Anyone it, would be interested in that career change? I, I that hobby think, change. I think that's what you should do. All right. Um. So, I think it's only fair now we discuss Yankee news. Okay. So in the last episode, we kind of touched on some Yankee stuff. The latest thing was we got Corey, Klu- uh, Corey, Corey Kluber. What were your thoughts on Corey Kluber? Corey Kluber, I thought it was a good deal. Well, but we didn't know the price at the time. Yes. Do you know how much it was? Fifteen million. I heard. Eleven million. That's not bad though. I mean, it's like one year of a guy uh, who hasn't pitched in two years and he's old. How bad could it be? 
It's going to be Yankees. bad. It's going to be That's bad. That's like $8 million in Yankees. But for Yankees. The Yankees pulled off another a deal today. I heard. You told me. All right. The New York Yankees have Wait, a Wait, hold on. Okay. tell me? Do you want to guess? Is it the to... Reds trade? No, it's not Luis Castillo. Okay, that'd be sick. Yeah, that'd been awesome. Is it? It's a much smaller deal. You're than in that? the right division. Pirates. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna like this trade. All right, I know. Is it Bell? No. Oh, that'd be sick. No, Bell okay. would have been cool. But we have Voight, so we don't need Bell. Yeah. All but right. So is it the pitcher dude? Uh, Jamison Tyone. I like Jamison Tyone. All right, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Talon, though. That's what I. Isn't it Talon? It's Tyone. It's Tyone, I believe. But, okay. It could. I've always said Talion. But, like, it's definitely Tyone. Okay. T-A-I-L-L-O-N, Jameson Tyone. That's a nice piece there. Now he's rotation coming, guy. He's coming off his second Tommy John. That's all right. I'm okay with it. The Kinda dude has young, not so that much upside. And but now I can get excited a little bit because it's no longer just Cole and then question marks. It's now Cole and a lot of question marks. Which almost means like something's, something's going to work. work right? We only like, need one or two things to if work If Corey out. Kluber doesn't work out at all, well, Tyone probably will. And if Tyone doesn't work out at all, Kluber will. Like but this will at least get us. We have Sevy coming, coming back. back. Exactly. You got the kids. This could at least get us to the halfway point of the season. Is Hap around this year? No, Hap's gone. Hap's gone. He went to the Paxton's twins, gone. I think Hap went to the Twins. Paxton's a free agent still. He's. No one's. I would. No one's gonna back. sign Paxton. I would bring him back, depending on what the price tag is. But we have like no money left to because spend then you're the looking at because then you're looking at Paxton, Tyone, Kluber as your three, oh, wait. four, five. I didn't tell you what we gave up for Tyone. Oh yeah. Okay. What is it? Miguel Yajuri, Ronzi Contreras, Michael Escado, and Cannon Smith. Not Ryonzi. What? Well, what a deal. <laughs> Yeah, it's like nobody. We I got like nobody. That's good. Uh, I think Yajuri played last year a little bit, but that's a nice middle of the. That's a nice middle of the rotation arm, to really throw in there and yeah. try and get something. It, out of. it extends it, and now you're not looking to get so much. Are out we going to play one sixty two this year? I think so. I it hope it so. seems like it's going that way. Um, I think a lot of stadiums to start the season will have limited fans, and I think by. I'm going to say by middle of May, every stadium will have fans. Wow. I, that's my guess. Only because Joe Biden's the president now. And <laughs> no, I don't think we're ever going to be allowed out of our homes again. No, I, I, you already saw fucking dick face talking about Cuomo. Talking about, we got to open everything up. Who knows? They don't know what they're doing. No, it's all... It's all <laughs> they're like, I can't believe this cheating worked and we're here. Now what? How can we rip off the country again? Without getting caught. I don't know. We've never been caught. Tom Brady's going to play a home Super Bowl. Uh, I hope not. Also, uh, Miami Dolphins, Senior Bowl, Najee Harris, Smith. Smith, yep. And a bunch of people I don't know. It's a good chance that we're looking at some Alabama players in the draft. In the rumor mill... The NFL offseason is so much better than MLB offseason. Because, like, it never was like that, but the MLB's really dropped the ball, and NFL's NFL really taken a lot of time to figure out how to make theirs more exciting. Yeah. Like, the fact that NFL is still going on right now, and I, the Dolphins season ended three weeks ago, and I've. It's, it hasn't stopped. Like, there's just been stuff every day to talk about, which is really funny. We hired an offensive but, coordinator. Did we? Yeah. His name is. Uh, no. Look it up. Look at his we name. hired an offensive assistant, and no. we hired a new quarterbacks coach. No, we got an offensive coordinator. 100%. Today? 
like ninety percent sure. I think you're wrong. Seventy five percent sure. I think he's from like a college. Faye something. I think of Fry because he was the guy. Let's see. Uh, oh, we did hire someone. See? Ken Dorsey will be the Dolphins' Dorsey. next OC. Miami hired Charlie Fry as the QB coach. Great hiring. Showing him fully committed to his. Huh. Will be. Oh, I don't think that was an official thing. I think that was just someone predicting that Ken Dorsey will be. I don't know. I don't think we... I don't think it's official we have the OC. Oh, because uh, I said that Fry, that guy is the, uh, so he was just a co- an assistant. But there's been some news today because Matthew Stafford is, like, for sure getting out going to be traded. And what do they think Phillip- they're going to get? I trade for Matt Stafford. Well, with Phillip Rivers retiring, the early talk is he's going to go to the Colts. Colts. He goes to the Colts. They're going to trade the Colts uh, Stafford. And a first round pick. And then the Lions will use those picks to trade to us to get into the three spot. So we'd move back to seven. And we'd get another first round pick. So if you're telling me we're going to pick seven, uh, I think it'd be like seven, 20, seven, 18. 18, and then another, then there's another first rounder. Let's go. Hey, I'd be all for it. I mean, that's 45 minutes of conversation. It was pretty heavy in the beginning with politics. Is that all for now? Yeah, I, got, I really got nothing. I'm, I want to watch this game. And Yeah, I really was hoping Aaron Rodgers would win. Um, I want to update on my terrarium. So I put my terrarium together. I know everyone's been waiting to hear an update. We found life in the terrarium. There is at least one worm in the terrarium. So Did there you is name life the worm? There. Wormy. That's the worst name. No, it's a good name, Wormy. You should be the manager for the Yankees with nicknames <laughs> like that. Just add wise to shit. So, uh, yeah. So, there is life. And uh, hopefully there'll be a nice worm civilization in there. I'm hoping there's other bugs, but... Are worms asexual? Like, do they reproduce on their own? Can they just split in half and be two worms? You know, I don't know. We talked about my failed <laughs> biology <laughs> education, so I don't know. Because maybe, like, he doesn't need a girlfriend worm or a boyfriend worm. I don't know what kind of worm he's, he is. All right, well, we're going to play the catch-up, and uh, hopefully we see you in a week. Thank you for tuning in, all ten of you. Maybe we won't see you, depending on if this podcast gets taken oh, down yeah. from well, our new overlords. Listen, we're not dedicated enough for once we're banned from Spotify and Apple to like try and find some alternative right, channel to host. This is just it. So like, enjoy it. This is like a rare comic book. Enjoy it in the limited run. Bye. Bye.
if you stay around to listen to this, we didn't have anything recorded before we started the podcast. 